0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Will Nerds podcast. This is episode number 44, and I'm here with Eric and Caitlin. Hi, everyone. Hello. And <laughs> we also have a special guest this time. Our <laughs> friend Amber's here. Hey, guys. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Eric's tired and delirious. It's OK. I'm
0: it's, not uh, that tired. It, oh, well, first off, we should tell them where I am.
1: Yeah. Because
0: I'm here with Amber and Caitlin in Maui, and it's 8.18 here, and what time is it with you?
2: I'm here back in Monterey, California. It is 10.19. Well, why are you one minute?
0: Oh, it just changed. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't be trying to be a minute ahead of us. No, because we're, we're two hours and one minute behind
2: ahead, us. ahead of you. <laughs> you know, <there's, laughs> I'm in the future. Like
1: five minute time zones in like India.
3: What? Yeah, it's getting too confusing. Now. I'll show you. Let too, me I tell too.
1: you guys
0: something. We all saw whales. Well, we all saw we all saw whales today together.
1: Together? I'm sorry you couldn't come.
0: I don't miss you, but she does.
1: <laughs> I miss you
0: first. I see you like in Monterey. I know, but I haven't no. seen him too much. I was
1: gonna say you guys go look at salamanders <laughs> together, or what? No, he didn't take me. Because
2: you're never here. I oh, did tell me. Where you are, I like go on my phone and all of a sudden I was like, oh, I'm Slater, I'm in Maui. I was like, what the hell?
1: No, I told you. Dude,
0: I watched Moana and then I bought a plane ticket. <laughs> oh God. I watched Lilo and Stitch and then, yeah.
1: Shameless. Here.
0: All right, so today we saw, um, so I went on two trips today. I went this morning and we just had like 10 humpbacks, but it was a couple just like pairs that were really like, they looked like they were sleepy time, just kind of <laughs> like hanging out at the surface.
2: Uh-huh. And then
0: um, she saw a bunch of blows in the distance, but I, there was a bunch of boats over there as well. And then we ended up coming across a comp pod, which was really cool, like five or six whales um, wow. chasing around a female.
2: Really? Did they beat each other up?
0: Yeah, it looked like it. It wasn't... It, honestly, like, it was at the very end of our first trip, so we didn't get, like, a crazy look at it. Um, but then I went... Back home and picked up Amber and Caitlin and we went out again and we saw a bunch of cool stuff.
1: Mhm.
0: And we had a break.
2: They, Who'd you go out with?
0: Uh, we went out with Ultimate Whale well, Watching Snorkel.
2: Oh, cool. How long are their trips per trip?
0: Two, two hours.
1: I think pretty much everyone's are two hours. Really? Yeah. There's a couple like Pack Whale does a three hour because it has like food service, but um I think most people's are two hours out here.
3: Yeah, the okay. whales are close enough.
2: Oh, nice. Uh, so traveling is not a huge issue over there, huh? Uh,
1: no.
0: No. Well, okay, an hour. It's like every morning I've been driving an hour to go see the whales. Or only this morning is my first morning. Every
1: morning. But, like,
0: it's <laughs> it seems like seriously 25 minutes. It's so pretty, you know, and you're, you're like, uh, looking at whales blowing off into the distance anyways.
1: She's not really looking at
0: the road. <laughs> I'm definitely not looking at the road. <laughs> There's palm trees That's
1: and
3: freaking
0: bl- blue ocean. <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh, uh-huh.
0: drive <laughs> yeah, Caitlin was driving so I could just be distracted as hell. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And, and the uh, how
2: many like it's obviously just the beginning of the season, right? Are you guys expecting a lot more Hawaiian oh. humpbacks? Oh, yeah,
1: mm-hmm. there's but, been whales like every day though, the last like at least week. But mm-hmm. there, it's like onesies, twosies, and then, like, there's been two or three comp pods in the last week, but nothing, like, crazy yet.
2: So I'm planning on being there the first week of February.
0: Will the whales still be there when no.
2: I get there?
1: No, they will not. Wait, are you coming when Kate's coming?
0: Yeah. Yeah, oh, I'm going to try I'm it for the same time. The oh, wait. Is week. He... Oh.
1: <laughs>
0: maybe I'll come. I was trying to come back, like, the end of February. But maybe no, I'll do No, that. beginning of February. Okay. Yeah. Well, so when we have Amber here... <laughs> She just started working with um, Pacific Whale Foundation as well as with Caitlin. Mm -hmm. And so we're going to have you talk about your thoughts, I guess.
1: Yeah, this is Amber's first uh, boat job, like, on the boat. Yeah, so, actually working on it it'll be interesting to hear her like transition from the office in monterey to now moving to maui and being on the boat
0: yeah so she originally worked with all of us at discovery whale watch in the office
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh well mainly she worked with caitlin because her and caitlin worked in the office um but now she, her and caitlin bossed out and moved to maui Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let you go for
3: it. So, so what um,
0: yeah. yeah what what is um i don't know what is your how was your first experience on the water here you think
3: So I mean I've I volunteered and went on the boat a bit in Monterey as well, and I've got to say being on a boat versus being in the shop is far better. (laughs) You know what was so crazy? Yes, yeah, I totally get it. (laughs) Um, It's great, yeah. We're doing a lot of snorkeling as well, so it's cool to get in the water every day, and we're starting to see whales more and more, and yeah, it's amazing. I love being on a boat. In the ocean instead of in four walls. How did
2: you get how did you get the job? I know a lot of people listening here are people who want to get into the field and stuff like that. Like what was Oh your... you just ask. You just yeah, can I yeah. have a job and then they give it to you. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> was it really that easy? I don't I, there there are some Yeah, there are some pretty neat stories about people in our field who just like literally sent an email and next thing you know they're working for like, you know, someone big time and stuff like that.
3: Yeah, I um, I graduated from CSU Monterey Bay with a marine science degree, and then Caitlin actually hired me at Discovery in the shop there, and I mean, just hanging out with a bunch of whale nerds, I learned quite a bit, and I just took a shot in the dark applying for pack whale, and I got it. It was like 100 applicants, and they well, only hired them, like 12 yeah. of us. Tell
1: them about your <coughs> cursor, and then they offered you the Oh, cursor. yeah.
3: Yeah, so I applied to be a purser there because I didn't think that I had enough experience to be a naturalist. Uh, but my manager reached out and she was asking if she could upgrade my application to a naturalist instead of a purser. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, man, let's go for Hi! it. <laughs> of course. What's a, per- What's a purser? What's is it the, the purser person do?
2: To- Yeah, do they yeah, take care of purses?
3: Yeah, so purser's on our boat. We um we have like barbecue lunches and dinners and uh, bars and stuff like uh, that. So basically, they're yeah they're cooking food and making drinks.
0: So they're like yeah. a galley cook.
3: Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. Uh. Okay.
2: So you don't take care of purses or anything like that.
3: Usually, I mean, no. maybe.
0: You could bring your own purse to the job.
1: <laughs> There's no Why job too did... small. Let me tell you. So Why if it's a lady's purse or a man's purse, you're gonna hold the purse.
2: Why does Amber look so much
0: darker?
1: Dude, yeah, they're so tan.
0: It's crazy. <laughs>
2: yeah, you guys look tanner.
0: Dude, yeah, Monterey makes you white. It's crazy.
1: I did I tell you guys what the lifeguard trainer said to us? Or said what? to me? She what? looked at me and she's like, honey, where did you move from? And I was like, Monterey, California. She's like, you've got really fair skin.
0: <laughs> the funny thing is, is, I feel like you would assume that you guys moved from like from Alaska. When people have very fair skin, you think like Alaska, Canada, <laughs> mm-hmm. or like up north somewhere where it's cold
1: yeah but monterey's cold yeah, yeah. Panther, well what's funny is i just
2: turned off my heater and you guys just turned down your fan so it's like opposite
1: <laughs> yeah we turned down the fan just so you couldn't hear it but it's still really hot in here
2: <laughs> yeah and i turned off my heater because it's cold here and i couldn't hear you guys yeah so it shows you <laughs> the different the opposite worlds we live in now hey so have you guys so especially caitlin slater um now that you guys have experienced Hawaiian humpbacks, what's obviously it's you know not feeding anymore, but uh, um, you know, they're, they're trying to make baby humpback whales. What's the major difference with other major differences over there with the humpbacks? Bigger, smaller? Uh, wait, in Maui versus Monterey? Yeah, obviously, you know, I know up to the different things, but. What else do you know is different about the, those? Humpbacks? I mean the,
1: the size thing is kind of irrelevant because like the juvenile show up first. So there's not mm-hmm. a lot of big adults yet. Mm-hmm. Um a lot of people say smaller numbers for body size here. And really? I don't know if that's just mm-hmm. because like the information sharing on the island is that way, or if like their photogrammetrics are really showing that or what. Mm-hmm. Um But the juveniles always show up first. So when they first arrive, you're kind of getting a skewed view because it's little whales hanging around. But they definitely, they're less predictable with their dive times here because they don't have a task. So like sometimes they'll dive for like 19 minutes and you're like, wow, this this is a tough thing to narrate. And then sometimes they don't dive the whole flipping time they're up. Like they uh-huh. just stay up for like forty five minutes just at the surface, and you're like, okay,
3: cool, like, yeah. great. Well, uh-huh. also in terms of what they look like, their flukes are so white here. Yeah, a lot more white. Yeah. yeah.
2: Um, do they still snack over there every now and then? You ever, you guys catch them feeding at all? Does anyone ever seen that before over there?
1: I don't think so, but we don't. I mean, we don't really get schooling fish in their like prey range.
2: Really? Okay.
1: Like, we'll get bigger schooling fish, and then we get, like,
3: reef fish. Unless they like flying fish. Or flying <laughs> fish.
0: <laughs> I don't think they can catch those. <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: What's funny is, though, think about, like, gray whales. They migrate, but they, like, we say, oh, they don't feed on their migration, but they do. Like, we've they seen do, yeah. so many different yeah. areas. Like, exactly. they feed up. Yeah, they stop and snack all the time in Newport, off Laguna, Dana Point. Oregon. But there's food, Inside the harbor, yeah. I'm saying. But I think they do it in Magdalena Bay. They were bringing mud up for sure.
1: Yeah, well, so in Baja this last year, they said they were scooping mud, but there's nothing in it.
0: Uh, so they were like trying eh. to
1: feed because they were starving and they just were not getting anything out of it.
0: Really?
2: But, huh. I mean,
1: I sh- I'm sure if there's school- small schooling fish here, heck yeah, why wouldn't you eat it? But yeah. I just don't think they run across it.
2: Okay. Yeah. Like, just like here, you know, late in the season, you know, like, Brent, right before you guys left, I mean, we already had competitive behavior. I'm just wondering over there if you guys just happened to catch like them at the right time, or oh, just happened to be a school of fish here. I'll take, take a bite of this.
1: I mean, I know in Australia <laughs> they see that, like, there's there's an area where they're like, like Harvey Bay, they're like breeding, but then uh, as they come back down around the coast, they're feeding on their before they head to Antarctica.
2: How were the dolphins today? You guys saw? Spinners? Very good.
3: Oh yeah, they're amazing.
1: Did Dude.
0: they spin? Did they spin?
3: Dude. Oh yeah, they did.
0: They spun two feet from our head.
1: They splashed right. the boat.
0: Like soaked oh. one of them soaked like the whole bow of the like, boat. Like it landed
1: right next to the bow and the water all washed in.
0: He did it on the left side and then he went right under and did it on the right side.
1: How big are they?
0: Like commons, I think like six to eight feet.
1: Yeah. Nice.
0: Two hundred pounds. Something nice. like that. Are they there year
2: round?
1: yeah
0: yeah there was a um, they said they see them more off of lanai than they do like close to maui they're usually further off that's well, what they're telling us
1: there's a group down by where we live so down in la Perouse bay which is like just down the road from our house mm-hmm. there's a group that's there often they have like little bays they like to sleep in but on the lahaina side they're over across the channel usually mm-hmm. but we have a little group over here too we just don't mm-hmm. go there on the whale watch sometimes we go there between snorkel sites though on the long trips
2: so what other cetaceans have you seen so far humpbacks, bottlenose right
1: yeah mm-hmm. we had bottlenose
3: yesterday
0: is this um, Amber is this the first time you've seen spinner dolphins yeah oh
3: yeah because yeah, it's your first is time first in Maui time. yeah that's what I was mostly excited about and I'm excited to see the calves too but first time seeing spinners was on a snorkel trip and I lost my mind <laughs> you weren't in the water <laughs> no, no uh, that'd be awesome I know it
0: happens every once in a while Yeah.
3: yeah I'm waiting for that
0: Um, wait, so what other have you so 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 far you guys have seen um humpbacks and spinner dolphins?
3: And bottlenose. Oh yeah, we saw what three the other day. Yeah, yesterday we had. yesterday.
0: And so are those Indo Pacific bottlenose? Oh we asked that on the last podcast. Uh I don't I don't
3: know
1: I think they're they're Indo Pacific. I think they're tertiops truncata. I don't know.
0: Yeah, okay. Anyways, whatever (laughs) that word means. Triceratops. Um I'll okay. have to look. What I forgot was that? to look it up. I'm what, sorry. What was the other thing? Oh, have you seen, and you haven't seen rough-toothed Dol- Rough dolphins no, yet. No. Spotted but
1: th- dolphins spotted. are the next most likely.
0: But you think you'll see them?
1: Yeah. I hope so.
3: Fingers crossed.
0: Whoa, Eric's breaking out a whale
2: book. Oh,
1: yeah. I was going to say, do you have a newer book? I didn't um, break any. because they are heavy. This,
2: one, this one's a pretty old edition. I have the other ones in the Jeep, but I only have this one in front of me right now. I'll let me look up Tercy in your area.
1: Which one is that there, Coit one?
2: No, this is the uh, Shiraihai Jarrett one. Okay. It's, it's pretty good. I don't like it.
1: Robin's promoting his new book, Whales and Dolphins of Hawaii, at the conference in Barcelona. Yeah, I saw them post that. One
2: Um, bum 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 bum. All right,
0: so um, Amber's been working on the boat. How many times have you been out on the water here? Ooh.
3: Been, I don't know, a couple of weeks at this point, almost kind of every day. Ten twelve
0: trips. Yeah, and are you guys? Because uh, I know you guys are doing snorkeling and whale watching. So, have you have you, So, how many whale watches have you done?
3: Uh, only two trips so far. The first trip we didn't see anything, and then the next one, uh, they were diving for like 25 minutes. Yeah, they were clocking <laughs> in at 25 minutes, just killing us.
0: Isn't that crazy? Yeah. And then you've been doing a lot of snorkeling. What is that like? What do you do on like working on the snorkel trip? What is like the main thing you guys do?
3: Yeah, we do see whales on the snorkel trip though fairly often as well. So the majority of the whales I've seen out here are on the snorkel trips. Um, But basically we're just lifeguarding. Uh, People panic when they hit the water every single time, (laughs) Um, so we're just trying to minimize that and trying to find turtles too. There's lots of turtles around.
0: I like turtles
3: yeah have you seen any so oh yeah. Slater, yeah we saw some yesterday
0: so yesterday eric we went to a uh amber and caitlin and i we went to a talk on deep coral reefs uh-huh um do you know anything about deep coral
2: deep coral i know some deep corals are literally some of the oldest organisms on the planet how do you know that before i was going <laughs> to tell you that because i'm a marine
0: biologist <laughs> yeah right i'm a marine biologist don't quote that i was kidding should going come out. It's <laughs> gonna be like on the newspaper. But like Slater Moore says he's a marine biologist.
1: I'm yes. not. I don't have a
0: degree. Um. So yeah, one of the coral that was. It, what was the name of that coral? The
1: black coral.
0: Was it the black one? Yeah. yeah. Four thousand years old.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's before like BC and AB and all those things.
2: Even here,
0: even here in Monterey. <laughs> Look at over... Jesus. <laughs>
2: oh God. Even over here. <laughs> And um, over at uh, Davidson Seamount, supposedly there's some that is uh, pretty mm-hmm. old too. I yeah.
0: Exactly
2: what, but there's some old stuff. About they had
0: it mapped on the map, and then they had some in Cordell Bank, and then what was the bank above Cordell Bank? That's I or Bodega
1: something? Yeah, Bodega
0: Bay or Bodega Bank or something. It was um, they were both off kind of like off Point Reyes. Mm-hmm. Oh, so the is
2: there um? Caitlin, you probably know this. You guys have, like, ACS. Like, you guys obviously went to a talk. Is it, you know, is there, like, lectures and stuff, like, over here, like, a good whale nerd community?
1: That uh, was from the sanctuary office. So, the humpback, the Hawaiian Islands Humpback Whale National Marine Sanctuary office is down the street from our house. Like, mm-hmm. between work and our house. So, they mm-hmm. have lectures, like, at least once a week. Yeah. Um, like, they have a turtle That's talk, like a couple times a week in the middle of the day for people because like the turtles hang out in the historic fish pond out front right
3: behind
1: it and then um like we went to ed lyman ed lyman did a disentanglement talk that like all the pwf employees got paid to go to and then the coral talk was was there yeah yeah um ed gave a really good talk oh and mark lammer who's like a sanctuary scientist too gave like a population sighting rate talk because there's a lot of concerns about stop (laughs) there's a lot of concerns about um the numbers uh being low in maui county the last few years but it looks like there's a little bit of an uptick at the end of last year so but yeah there's talks there there's not really Uh an acs um the acs members that are in hawaii are the student coalition members on big island i'm
2: surprised there's no acs over
0: there well i went on that website the no the the humpback yeah. whale found, um what is it humpback whale
1: Hawaiian Islands humpback whale national marine. <laughs>
0: yeah, I was on that website and there was tons of talks. Like yeah. the coral one is only like third on the list. Like there's a lot more yeah. coming
3: up. But are they regarding whales or is I a it? Just, different other I think there there it's just topic. There was some whale
0: mentioned. ones. There was it was just ocean related
1: yeah. topics. Yeah, there's um I think just because there's a, quite a transient population on Maui, it's hard to like get an engaged membership.
2: Oh really? A lot of like what? snowbirds and stuff like that
1: yeah
0: did you uh happen to go to the white shark cafe talk yeah
2: it it was pretty informative and and technically yeah the white shark cafe even though they say the word cafe is still still kind of a mystery but they are still kind of more leaning towards they haven't written it off yet but there's more evidence that it's more of a feeding ground than a breeding ground because of um certain types of uh, you know, data they, they've been collecting. There, it, it, they've always assumed it's the middle of nowhere, but it looks like it has decent upwelling. There's a good amount of squid out there, and there's a good amount of big eye tuna out there. Uh, so there is there is food out there, and yeah, the, the, I mean, they're not positive yet, but the ev- some evidence leads to it to be more of a feeding ground than a breeding ground, and it it, it looks like. Even some of those Guadalupe sharks are heading over
0: there too. It's not just our sharks here in California. Dude, they're having a party out there. So wait, yeah. why they call, if it, if they're saying it's a, a breeding ground, I guess it's not a calving ground. Because no. I mean, because they don't they lay the eggs on the um, like on things. So no,
1: they live. Oh, up, yeah, white
0: like oh, sharks. Oh, white in sharks. In Mexico. Yeah, I guess it's white sharks. It's yeah. all it's not. It's not, it's, not it's not. There's not a bunch yeah. of sharks. Yeah, so, we we don't so it's
1: the still. Do they actually breed yet? Mm-mm. Right, because they they pup so, in like yeah. Guadalupe, right? I don't
2: know. Yeah, i We didn't really talk much about the exact pupping grounds, but it's not really documentary.
0: Yeah. And then as they get older, they slowly make their way up the coast, and then when they get like full grown, they like the, they'll go in the colder waters.
1: Mm. Yeah, yeah but- that's why like Channel Islands used to be the nursery area, and then they're like still kind of scratching their heads over this Aptos thing.
2: Yeah, but, I mean, the little ones, I I, I mean, honestly, I don't know. I know sharks can travel a great distance, obviously, seeing these more mature animals go to the White Shark Cafe. But the younger ones, I'm not sure if they're capable of it or even have the body weight, you know, and liver and mass to travel that far, you know?
1: I don't think they do. I think only the really big adults
2: do. I have a feeling that, yeah, obviously, the the pupping grounds are probably a lot closer to shore because they need that warmer water, too. It's, yeah. Uh,
1: I feel like, yeah. well, and the sharks that they tag for their work um, are out at the Farallons and out at Año Nuevo, and so, like, that's pretty exposed <coughs> up in cold water, so that's, like, big adult sharks that they're, like, putting tags on that yeah. go to the cafe.
2: And and the return rate of the the tags, I was really surprised. They, they They literally knew where this white shark cafe was, and they, like, they drew a box around it, and, like, there were so many tags that actually came back. I want to say it was, like, 13 or 18 tags recovered from, like, was it 40 animals tagged? It's pretty amazing.
3: That's pretty good.
2: Yeah, it is. Yeah. But it was interesting, even the, the tag retrieval, because once, you know, the tag comes up to the surface, it, you know, gives a little signal, and it's this little tiny thing, probably about yay big, you know, about a little bit less than a foot long, and they're on this huge 200-foot research boat, and they're looking for this, and they mark <laughs>
1: In it. In the water?
2: Yeah, and since it's it's dark... <laughs> They literally take an orange and like throw it at it because orange is obviously you know, the actual orange orange, the fruit. They throw that at it because it's easier to keep track of, you know.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh,
1: and it's not te- it's not as bad of a marine debris if you're throwing a floating fruit instead of like a biodegradable, a buoy or something. <laughs> yeah,
2: it's a pretty interesting talk. In fact, a lot of the things they brought up is still like unpublished, so it was pretty interesting, you know.
0: Yeah. So Amber has been doing a lot of snorkeling. <clears throat> Eric likes fish. What, uh, you, I know you haven't seen any sharks yet. You were telling me mm-hmm. that today. Um, what? Do you know any of the fish you've seen? The name of the fish you've seen so far?
3: Uh, yeah, lots of butterfly fish. I've seen a few moray eels so far, which is oh. pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, the state fish. nuku nukunuku, apua'a. Is that it? Apua'a. Wow. Apua'a. apua'a. I think I saw that Close. on the sign. Yeah.
2: <laughs> we'll get you a sticker.
3: <laughs> um yeah eric you would love it out here i need you to come out here and give me all of your expertise
2: yeah i haven't been out of the show since i was a little kid but yeah february i'll do my best but yeah, yeah fish are great over there the state fish common name a lot of people call it here picasso trigger
3: <laughs> yeah isn't it a wedge tail or reef yeah
2: um my most common name i see it referred to as picasso trigger there is one that oh, okay. looks very 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 similar to it
3: that's a lagoon triggerfish. Yeah.
2: yeah. I like the
3: parrotfish though cuz oh, they yeah. eat coral the and poop out sand. What's yeah. it like? They poop out a ton of sand every year? Yeah, we
1: were we were at this like uh like bird sanctuary thing by the harbor and it said one fish can produce one ton of sand a year.
2: Yeah, cuz all wanna this I want know
1: where that fact came from cuz that's yeah. intense. Yeah.
2: That's Those not a big fish have. to make
1: 2000 pounds of sand.
0: Yeah. Those
2: things are chomping away though. <laughs> yeah, the teeth they have, they just chomp around
0: coral yeah. scraping off all that algae and stuff. Yeah. Do you guys see the needlefish? Have you seen those?
3: Yeah, all yeah, over the- we've seen a few of them.
0: Yeah, I saw a bunch of them in the harbor today.
3: They're
2: crazy. Yeah, those are everywhere. I used to see old guys like walk in the shallows and literally just take a stick and like whack at the surface and then they just knock out the needlefish <laughs> and take them to eat.
0: Jeez.
2: Yeah. Lahaina Harbor, when I was a little kid, yeah, there's a lot of mullet there, and I used to use my lunch to catch them, like, pizza crust, and just fish in the harbor.
1: We have a lot of mullet in Ma'alaya, too. Yeah,
2: Uh, they're still there, that's good.
3: They're kind of a grayish color. Yeah.
2: Grayish silver, yeah.
0: Yeah. We also saw lots of flag fish. Awesome. Oh, nice. Uh, I missed the spin-
3: that. <laughs> they're pretty small here compared to Monterey. Although, yesterday we did see big ones. Yeah, that's true. That was the biggest one we have seen like, so far. More like California size. Uh-huh.
0: The spinner dolphins were scaring the flying fish out of the water.
1: Oh, nice.
0: Yeah. That's so cool. Uh, no, they were yeah. little, actually. Yeah, they are pretty small. I've seen tall. some in, 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 off of Newport <laughs> that are like, it's almost a foot, like 12 inches. Yeah. They're pretty big. Yeah. And yeah, they can the ones- go far.
2: The ones me and you used to see, Slater, I think over in Southern California, they're they're pretty immense. But I have seen, like, little ones. That, but, like, I thought it was a dragonfly out at sea.
3: Yeah. That's, <laughs> That's how small them. these ones are.
0: Yeah. Oh, really? Cool. Yeah. So are they are they the same? I mean, are they the same?
3: Or are they just juveniles? I'm not
0: sure. I'm
2: not really they're sure. Way
0: all the way to Catalina. Yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> I know like there's the different, island?
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> I've seen smaller flying fish with, like, really neat looking you know peck fins they're like almost colorful but i'm not sure the different species of them
1: oh
0: have you seen those videos of the uh the is it giant trevally that chased them yeah yeah they, yeah yeah giant oh, they trevally. all the birds too no, the yeah crazy the
1: shearwater. Yeah. yeah and the, it was a turn the video we watched yeah i Amber hadn't heard of an alua, and I was just talking about him with one of my captains the other day, and so I showed her this video from, like, BBC where it, like, eats the turns. Yeah.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. the tiger sharks are doing the same.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah, you have to know about alua if you you live in Hawaii. Yeah, they're pretty awesome. It's one of the fish that all the locals like to go for.
3: Eric, I think the most scary part of my job so far is the fear of diving a mooring ball and seeing a tiger shark. (laughs)
2: Yeah, you're bound to see one. You guys are in the water so much. So what's the story about you guys? on the- <laughs> That did not help that ever was, at that all. That was not
1: reassuring. Why'd you do that? You're <laughs> in Hawaii, dude. That's like Tiger Shark Central. It's not, yeah, we're not, <laughs> you're not going to guarantee a Tiger Just Shark sighting. <laughs> your first
2: week there to shut down the beach in front of your house. So it's
3: like... <laughs> no, we didn't even know. We went snorkeling. And lo and behold, the beach was shut down all day.
2: So what kind of mooring are they using? Why are you guys diving down to it? It's not a floating mooring? What's the uh, size?
3: No, they're like 10 feet under the surface or so. I would say the most is probably, what, 13, 15 feet? Yeah. H- yeah, how come the lines do so, Yeah, what's up?
1: It's intentional so that private boaters don't use them.
2: Uh, really?
1: Yeah. What because, if their
2: draft is too? What if a big boat comes and their draft is too deep and they go so over they're,
1: it? They're no. set on purpose by the county for the... Th- tour boats. Really? Uh-huh.
0: Yeah. I was going to say, yeah,
2: because all
1: there, of us are
0: floating in the harbors. Like, there no are way.
1: some floating ones um, like off cam one and two. Yeah. There are floating ones that private boaters can use. <coughs> uh, but they're like, they intentionally sunk them so they'd be a deterrent from private boaters.
3: It kind of helps to see which way the current is going too. So yeah. there's like a
2: chain floating on, like, yeah. obviously if it's it's just something that's semi buoyant and floats up, or how does that work?
3: Yeah, it's like I mean, it's a mooring ball and then it has a rope attached to it. Did
0: the
2: line's Are you laying, laying on the, the bottom?
3: Too?
1: Not exactly. So, like, it's anchored, like, maybe 30 or 40 feet, but then the mooring mm-hmm. ball comes up to, like, 10 feet short of the surface and then has a 10 foot long tagline on it with a. Mm-hmm. Thick so you dive down and pick up the thimble and then take the rope from the boat and just tie it off.
2: Oh, my God.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so you have to jump in, grab the tagline, and then you can <clears throat> tie it at the surface. Um, but some of them are actually like cinder blocks and rebar and yeah. then a tagline <laughs> laying on the bottom because it's really shallow. Yeah. And our boats don't draw very much, like maybe three or four feet. Okay, so. That's- we go in, like, one of them's only, like, 12 feet. That's a rebar block one. <laughs> and the tagline just lays on the bottom, so you have to go down and pick up the tagline, but it's only, like, three feet long, so it doesn't come up. So you have to take the rope down with you, feed it through underwater, and then come up to the surface and tie it off to the boat. Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, my gosh, you guys, you guys are doing,
0: like, full-on Baywatch
1: stuff out there. That's yeah, nice. dude, we're ballers now. Yep. Can you
0: imagine you had to do that Monterey?
1: Hell and, uh, no. You have to to get
0: in a wetsuit every single morning.
1: No, Uh, I I like look at some of my crew sometimes, I'm like, this is wild because the water's warm. They're just like, get in and do it. I'm like, this would never fly in Monterey. It is way too cold. We did not put people in the water. That's not a thing.
0: (laughs) Yeah, the rules are more lenient because of the warm water here. Yeah. They're not lenient, they're just different.
1: Diving
3: in. (laughs) Oh my god. My
1: trainer jumps head first off the bat when he's doing yeah. the morning. Without even
3: climbing over the rail. Yeah,
1: he, like, just, like, launches from the deck over this, like, <laughs> three-and-a-half-foot-tall rail. <laughs> I would do
0: that. I would be the guy that does, like, a backflip every time. Or he already has his fins
1: on, too. Like, he's standing on the deck with his fins on and just freaking <laughs> like launches <Scuba> off.
0: gooba Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile,
1: I'm, like, crawling over the rail on the catwalk to put my fins on, and I'm like, dude, what well, Oh, God, here we go. I'm, like, not even ready. Just <laughs> send uh,
2: Alfredo over there. He would love that. Yeah,
1: yes. he would love it do oh. you think it's so fun He'd be like please please let me do every single one i will always tie the boat
2: <laughs> hey guys so how how about land animals so you sound like you guys have been there for quite a while Boop. Oh, the
3: birds out here are amazing yeah we've seen uh-huh. some deer some axis deer yeah um i haven't seen a monk seal yet i miss my pinnipeds
1: but I saw one. yeah
3: caitlin saw one Did? the other day yeah.
1: yeah yeah so we were snorkeling down actually you and snorkeling there like two days later um we were snorkeling down in like mckenna and we were just about we were putting the surfboards out and we were about to let the people in the water and someone's like is that a turtle and we all turned and we're like oh my god it's a monk seal so we kept everyone on the boat we didn't let them get in because a monk seals like habituate to people really quickly mm-hmm. um and it just like did this big pass behind the boat <laughs> and it was big like it was like female elephant seal size really? and, um, yeah and it just like swim, Across the back of the boat, staring at us, and then it came up the side and dove and disappeared. And then after like 10 minutes, we let people in.
2: Nice. You need to take Slater to go find one of those. That'd be cool to get some shots of that.
1: Yeah, there's one on the backside of Molokini that's like becoming
3: a nuisance right now, or in Molokini. Yeah, it's really it's like the backside, and then it does come into Molokini. And apparently, it's been um, ripping fins off of people's feet. It's awesome. been, I think, two or three people at this point too. Uh,
1: really? It jumped
3: on one of our coworkers' surfboards when she was lifeguarding, and so at that point they just take everybody out of the water until he leaves, and then they can get back in. Yeah. But yeah, it's a big issue with those guys because they're so used to people since they're, they're, um, I can't even find the words right now. They're
1: like habituated to people. Yeah, they're yeah. habituating
3: to people because well, because a lot of them have been in. Captivity at some point, right? Is that?
1: Uh, well, they said when they get too habituated, they just put it in captivity the rest of its life. Oh, bummer. Because they've tried to relocate them and it doesn't work.
2: There's one over here at Long Long Marine Lab. There is? Yeah, over in that uh inside that little
0: little lab they have that they used to have the um bottlenose in. Oh, I didn't
1: know they had a monk seal.
0: Yeah, it's kind of like the bears. Like in Yellowstone, they do that. They'll they'll get a bear that's like it's been like um, going to the same campsite over mm-hmm. and over, yeah. and they'll yeah. move it like somewhere so far in the park, and then it'll end cool. up at another campsite. Like yeah. so, then they ended up just taking it into like a um, basically a rehabilitation place, and they yeah. can't they can't release it again because it's just getting too close to people. Yeah,
3: well that's the issue with uh, monk seals is because they always end up going back to the same spot. If they try and relocate them, they'll be back there soon after.
0: They probably got a compass in their head.
3: They do. Well,
1: and they're smart, and they can dive really well, and they can swim really well, so it's like, heck yeah, Yeah, I know I'm getting fed over here. Or, like, you know, like, why wouldn't I? So
0: people are hand-feeding them?
1: Sometimes, but also, like... like, what, sandwiches? Just just having, like, (laughs) you know, like, social interaction, too, because they're not, like, there's not a lot of them, so I don't know what their social relationships are like, but...
2: Are they seen on all all the Hawaiian
1: islands, or...? Uh technically yeah, but I think some places are better than others. I think there's like
0: Is there more on uh, Hawaii?
1: They see a lot in the northwest Hawaiian Islands. There's like four hundred or something. There's not very many. Mm.
0: Really? Are they endangered? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Is this the only place that has them?
1: Yeah. So there's only two places left in the world that have monk seals, the Mediterranean. The Mediterranean and Hawaii. They used to have them in the Caribbean and I think maybe one other place, but um, fisheries interaction and like habituation to humans has always been like their biggest issues.
3: Mm-hmm. So why is that though? I don't is know. it just because they're really smart or is it because they've interacted with humans for um, like rehabilitation because they are endangered and humans are trying to like breed them to get the population up? I don't know. Is that a thing?
1: I don't know. I think maybe um because they're in like such a tropical place and there's not like a lot of other like mammals that come on shore, humans just can't help themselves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then they're like not really afraid, like they don't really have a lot of predators other than like tiger sharks, so like they're not really afraid of anything. Like harbor seals, a flippin' squirrel will flush them off the beach. But, like a monk seal will just lay there, like they don't. You could walk right up to it and pet it, and I think it wouldn't even do no. anything.
0: So humans are ruining something once again.
1: Yeah, (laughs) because there's no well. Okay, so the better way to say this is there's no terrestrial predator of the monk seal, so they're not afraid of people. Like harbor seals, like mountain lions eat them.
0: Yeah. Oh man, we still got to see that.
2: I
1: know. I'm still. Yeah, Yeah,
0: they like (laughs) they find carcasses like across the street and stuff.
1: Yeah, up in the ice plant by the fence, and yeah. You didn't know that? No. Yeah. Yeah. I personally saw, talked about
2: it. Yeah, I even saw. I personally saw the carcass and the ice plant. Yeah, they brought it up.
0: It's <sighs> nuts. You yeah. know, right where the fence ends, and it's like a shorter post.
1: Mm-hmm. Don't be yeah. trespassing, dude. No,
0: no. I'm gonna. It's illegal <laughs> I to put. That's
1: where it was going. <laughs> I
0: am going there. If if you put a um trail, trail cam. Trail cam. Yeah, trail cam there, but it's illegal to put it on state property. So we had to like Google some stuff and ask some in, someone, but. <laughs> If we can get approved for that, that'd be kind of cool. They don't—they don't even like you looking over the fence. The people that the oh my don't gosh, don't hold
1: your phone over the fence or your camera. The
0: naturalist, I just swallowed my gum. The, na- the, na- <laughs> the naturalists the the naturalist that like watch the seals. Have you ever been there?
3: No.
0: Oh my gosh, they're—they're they're really nice. They're they just—they
1: um, really care about harbor seals. Yeah,
0: they're like <laughs> if you like, pe- I like put my camera above the fence to take a picture of them, and she's like, like no, and I was like, I was like about to bring a ladder so I could stand above the fence, like. <laughs> You, high, you know what I mean? You're shooting through a metal chain link fence, so it's kind of hard, um, and they get pretty serious about it.
3: Do they have trail cams out?
0: No. They have no. like spotting scopes.
3: Mm. But I no, think I we think should just happens at night.
0: Yeah, that's why yeah. we going to trail cam. It's like infrared or whatever, black. We should just camp out one night. We'll just park over there, you
2: know, and just like with night vision or something, and just like oh, wait.
0: Yeah. If you did it every single day between April and May, exactly, you're for bound sure. for it to happen. Yeah. yeah. But what if it's like 4 a.m. and it's right oh, I was gonna you say, like, are
1: you not going to sleep all of April. <laughs> <laughs> you, you give up. That that's why we got 2 people. minutes. It runs. You
0: just get the tail end of it running away with harvest Seal and you can't ever catch it and you're like, <laughs> "No!"
2: That's we'll what happens. Yeah. We'll have like four people and we'll have sleeping rotations. Like two people
0: sleep or and we'll
2: two drink bang. People.
3: Yeah.
0: We'll drink banging energy drinks.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay, Trevor Wallace. <Bullis. laughs>
0: there's that there's that there's
2: that bench. Yeah, that's right there over there but you know between the two we should rippers. just
1: ask john pierce if we can just like camp out in his window because he can see the whole thing from his house across the street
2: oh god <laughs> That's awesome.
1: he'd probably be okay with it
0: yeah
1: maybe he's seen it oh we should ask
0: i doubt he's seen. It. He's, he's just chilling in his window 3 44 p.m
1: dude you don't know i would if i was him
0: no, you went to bed at like seven. This is the latest you yeah, stay I mean, up. Yeah,
1: get up at 3:44 a.m. to there go. There are on.
0: RPG <laughs> residents who've
2: seen mountain lions, yeah, in their front yard. So yeah, it's this a residents.
0: Yeah. Uh-huh. Let me tell yeah. you something.
1: Yeah. I woke happened. up at
0: like 3:45 today because I'm on Hawaiian time. <laughs>
1: You're on mainland time.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, I'm on <laughs> yeah, regular time. <laughs> when are you going
1: okay. back. Never. He's not. He oh, just moved right. here.
0: I'm yeah. trying to get Margo to buy tickets for the, like February, so that I can stay until then, and then she'll meet me here. Okay. <laughs> I
1: didn't know that was the plan. No, you have I, to I pay leave, rent, bro.
0: I leave Sunday.
1: <laughs> okay. Hey, I
0: cooked you guys food today. You did. But you bought the food. Oh uh,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we Amber and oh Pete was here mm-hmm. by the way. Um, Amber and Pete and I went on a whale watch, and then um, they came on the stargazing cruise I worked. So maybe Amber can tell us a little bit about the stargazing cruise, because I was working the whole time, so I listened to all
3: of it, but it was pretty cool. Yeah, the stargazing, I forgot what her name was. Harriet. Harriet. Um, she's lovely. <laughs> I don't. Yes, please. I don't know how to describe this woman, um, but yeah, she's very nerdy. Uh, the only thing I really got out of it was the testicular navigation.
2: <laughs> what?
3: <laughs> you weren't ready for that no um, so she was saying that apparently native hawaiians would use their testicles in some way i, I could, wasn't clear if they dip them into the water or if they just use how like they. is this inappropriate for, no it's
0: fine they talk uh, about whale things all the time
3: okay cool <laughs> so or if they just use how like spread their legs and see how their testicles swing to figure out where the current and like how the boat is moving and if they're close to land that was the only thing i got out of this whole experience
0: did you um, see stars
3: yeah we saw a lot of stars oh the one cool thing though that i also took out besides testicles was <laughs> is it the seven sisters yeah so the the seven sisters it it's called pleiades Ple- pleiades potentially that is younger it's what 50 50 million, years old. 50 million years old and sea turtles modern sea turtles are older than the seven sisters because sea turtles what is it six their 60? DNA has
1: been the same the last 60 million years. their
3: dna has been the same the last 60 million years so the seven oh. sisters is younger than sea turtles
0: <sighs> prove that prove that 60 million year old turtles
3: Pixar didn't happen.
1: Their no fossil
0: no, record.
2: Through
1: fossil I know record. No, that. But how, how do you DNA. know they? How
0: do you know they haven't changed at all?
1: Their DNA, their mitochondrial. Okay. And Science, like Slater. Are you ready for this? this is not no, There's, their oh. mitochondrial DNA has not had any major changes in the last 60 million years, based on fossil. Me. Oh dang. And
0: was the Eocene? Wait. Oh wait. What's happening?
1: We're unplugging things. Sorry if you couldn't hear all that. Hi. Your
2: mic, your mic cut out or something, guys.
1: Yeah, sorry. Can you hear what I said about the DNA and the fossils?
2: Yeah, it's it's back now.
1: Okay, good.
0: Anyways, <laughs> what we she was saying, what I'm saying is, when is the Eocene? Is that is that like 100 million?
1: Dude, I don't know. Now I gotta Google it. Dang, Dang it. it! I just want to know
0: if the turtles were around with my boy. Uh,
1: oh, Basilosaurus. Oh, Basilosaurus. Or Basilosaurus.
0: Oh, all of them. Any of them.
1: The Eocene was 56 to 33.9 million years ago. So, So yeah! yeah, Wow!
0: These turtles were... These turtles... Not these ones, but, like, (laughs) their cousins... Or their ancestors' ancestors literally were looking at freaking, like, the walrus whales or whatever.
3: Yeah. How big do you think the turtles were, though, back then?
0: What? You Uh, think they were micro-turtles?
3: No, I bet they were massive.
1: What? (laughs) Well, they had, like, those other turtles that were, like, older... uh, back further back in geologic time that were like freaking huge
0: what were they bigger than because the whales were all small like those things were
1: they were like twice the size of leatherbacks like crazy big
0: how do you i'm still mind blown about the coral 4,000 years. Like it literally grows like a centimeter per like 500 years like what the heck is that about a
1: centimeter a year
0: still dude that's like same thing
3: and they're just filter feeding off of marine snow.
0: Yeah. Oh, let's let's get Eric on something. Hey, Eric. Uh huh. How do the co- deep sea corals feed without light?
2: Um, I don't know. Are they like just feeding off of
0: marine snow? <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> Why do you gotta? That's exactly what they're feeding off. But okay. they also eat this thing called a zoanthellae. No, they don't
1: no. eat it. Dang no, it. No. it! They lick it's it. Biotic. <laughs> 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 okay, okay, okay. So to set the record straight for people listening to this, the real science part. They
3: don't eat it?
1: Shallow water yeah. corals have a symbiotic relationship with the algae called zooxanthellae. It's in their
3: flesh. So they're just it's homies? It's
1: a plant that lives yes. inside them.
0: Oh. <laughs> well, the polyps is what they what eat. Yeah, and
1: then they coral, yeah. shallow water coral do have polyps that, like, try and catch food at nighttime, but they're not very good at it.
0: So then what do those ones
1: have
3: to catch?
1: <laughs> polyps. <laughs> Yeah, deep sea uh, corals also have polyps, but they only use their polyps to feed.
3: But we're not really sure how deeps, deeps, deep, because because uh, the zooxanthellae is what gives shallow water corals the color. Um, yeah, so the zooxanthellae give the shallow water corals their color, so we're not really sure how the deep water corals get their color, but a lot of them are like pinks and oranges and reds.
0: You know what they eat? What? Zozintheli-jelly. <laughs> oh my god.
1: <laughs> he hit us with that one in the car earlier. <laughs> well, he said he eats Zozintheli-jelly, and I said, no, you don't. You
0: don't know.
3: <laughs> On his bagel. <laughs> oh, oh, god.
0: So
1: here's the thing about marine snow, though. So now uh-huh. that, like, microplastics are becoming a component of marine snow, like, mm-hmm. we're just going to coat these deep-sea corals in, like, a death mask, basically. You know, like, they're going to be covered in things they can't inject because the snow just settles on them.
0: Yeah. Oh, it's in the snow now? Yeah. How crazy is it? It actually looks like snow.
1: It's just white dust floating in the water. Still looks like snow. (laughs) It it actually
0: looks like snow in the
1: nighttime.
0: (laughs) 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 Oh, God. (laughs) Slater, (laughs) coral expert.
3: It's
1: another Slaterism. We should but, add that to the book.
0: I know. I'm honestly kind of giving up on whales.
1: <laughs> you all about coral. to see black coral.
0: I want to look at trees that sit there and don't move for 4,000 years. <laughs> I just like how he asked me this question. Like, how'd you know that? <laughs> yeah, how'd you know about the marine stuff? Yeah, he was upset. Hey, you know what I did learn, though?
1: Like,
0: that the that <laughs> they think that the whales are feeding, like uh, the whale fall, you know? Uh-huh. It lasts like, what, 100 years it's feeding things down there.
3: Oh, yeah. Isn't it the same amount of time that the whale was alive. That's how yeah. long it can feed yeah. organisms down there.
0: Yeah. Is that crazy? So eventually something's gonna eat all the bone and like everything. Yeah. On.
3: There's yeah. like worms and the stuff. The snot worms. Is yeah. that what they're called? Yeah. Nose eating snot worms.
0: Yeah. because yeah, they have. They also they have the ratfish on there. They the have hagfish. also.
3: Hagfish. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And those those what are those?
1: Crabs.
0: The the what's that? Uh, the devil, the octopus. That's kind of weird looking. Vampire. Bumbo? Vampire. Is it the vampire one, or is, or is it another it dum- one? I
1: think it's the Dumbo Octopus. The Dumbo Octopus, yeah. It oh, yeah. yeah,
0: has a little yeah. ears.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: yeah. Yeah, whale yeah. falls are pretty important. In fact, uh, the Aquarium of the Pacific is one of the only places that actually actually has a exhibit just based uh, strictly on the whale fall. They actually have a, a replica. Is the Monterey
1: going to do a deep-sea one, though?
2: Yeah, they, they, yeah. It's still in the works. It's going to be taking place downstairs in the rotating exhibit, mm-hmm. so yeah.
1: Yeah. That would be cool. You, yeah. you know
0: it would be a cool exhibit? I'd hate to do this, but, like, it it would be cool to actually take a dead gray whale and leave it in an exhibit with all those animals, and you watch them just feed on it. We have
1: to pressurize it.
0: Oh, uh, whatever. Science. They got
1: That's it. of it, <laughs> I mean, I think they're getting better at it, but they tried to display those Dumbo octopus, and they couldn't quite get the pressure conditions right, so they didn't last very long on exhibit. Yeah.
2: They gave up. They had that when tentacles first opened. I remember they had that vampire squid or
1: something.
2: I forget what it was. And uh, yeah, I think they gave up. they just net that thing out of the bottom of
0: Monterey? Yeah, they
1: used a collecting device from the ROV.
0: Yeah, ROV
2: got it. They
1: like a suction tube How big are those
0: things actually?
2: Well, that one they
0: had was like literally like just inches big. I'm not sure about the full size. But they're pretty big, what? right? They get like a couple feet or something.
1: Vampires? I don't think they get that big. I think they're kind of like market squid. Oh, I'm really? thinking. Of, I'm
0: thinking of the vampire octopus. That thing's crazy. Oh, the
1: one with the like, like crazy yeah. uh, skin between each. Yeah. Spot. Yeah. It's like webbed.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um. Oh, did you saw? Did you see Emma? Oh no, that was uh, Eric. But you yeah. Saw, uh, I other missed Eric. Emma.
2: I, I missed Emma, but yeah, they had Emma. I had this. Two days ago, I had the CA-39s. They were out hunting sea lions, and we had, a, you know, some big surges out here, big swells the last few days, so there's a lot of kelp patties floating around, and sea lions were hiding in them, and, uh, yeah, CA-39s were actually, like, going through them, trying to, trying to flush out the sea lions. That's it was awesome. pretty cool.
0: Yeah. I feel like I saw the 39s. Is there a male in there?
2: Uh, There's no mature male in there, at least. They all are mm. either female mm. or youngsters.
1: Hmm. Who else uh, did you see? What else have you seen the last few weeks?
2: Uh, plenty of humpback whales. It's just an amazing fall. Plenty of humpback whales and uh, northern right Dolphins. Today I had northern white whale dolphins. Yeah, we had the you know Rizzos, and then today yeah Pacific white sided dolphins and northern right whale dolphins. I haven't seen them in quite a while, but there's everything's else in Monterey. Yeah, everything's been pretty good here for fall. This has been it's like
1: I've been, one
2: of the best falls I've ever had.
1: So, okay, um, I was listening to the hydrophone the night before you saw the killer whales, and mm-hmm. I could have swore I heard killer whales on the hydrophone.
2: You probably did, yeah, they were there.
1: Um, I was, like, falling asleep, so I, like, couldn't really get all the way paying attention, but I was like, that humpback sounds like a killer whale. And then it, like, kept doing the same, like, like traveling call that I've heard him do before when I've recorded him on the hydrophone, and I kind of just fell asleep, like, huh, Weird. And then the next day you saw them, and I was like, oh, shoot, i got to talk about this on the podcast.
2: Yeah. And then I heard,
1: I've been hearing the dolphins at night, too, the white sides yeah. and the, the right whale dolphins.
2: Yeah, the phone has been great, but, yeah, it's been a great fall. The humpback. I mean, it's what? almost It's almost Christmas, and, I mean, we're still seeing humpbacks in double digits, easily found, you know. I active. think they're going to
1: stay.
0: Yeah. What, the humpbacks?
1: Yeah, I think you're going to watch humpbacks all winter.
0: Yeah, because we didn't have a crazy summer. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm hoping for greys.
2: I was looking back at, like, Facebook posts, and me and Slater were at, like, you know, Big Sur uh, a year ago, like last week, already looking at grey whales. But we haven't had a good look at a
0: grey whale, so... We haven't gone down to Big Sur, either. I don't even
2: think
3: yeah. we can get
0: to that spot. Yeah, I
3: think
1: know.
0: we can. I think it's open right now. Uh, oh, okay, cool.
1: So, ha- where have the humpbacks been inside the bay? Like, have you been in grey whale territory watching <laughs> humpbacks, or have you been out of the...
2: Yeah, we actually have been. I mean, the other day... Uh, rod took us over to the wetter buoy and yeah and we were kind of in the gray well the southbound area where they cross the bay and Hmm. yeah didn't didn't see a gray but there are plenty of humpbacks out there
1: they'll Uh, show up soon well they might be i mean they were late last year like you guys this was the skunk week last year
2: yeah but the humpbacks have been outside and uh so yeah, been hoping to find a great cross. There's no, hasn't been anything inside. You know, we haven't done that. You know, hang out on the beach thing. So.
0: So today on the boat, um, the naturalist was talking about like people were asking why they come here and breed the humpbacks, mm-hmm. and obviously one of the main reasons was that there's not any predators here really. The killer whales aren't here as much, and then mm-hmm. obviously the water's warm, so it's easier for the on the calves. Mm-hmm. But. But then it was like, okay, but why do they come right here in the middle and it's really shallow, right? What's crazy is it that it's like they said it's like fourteen thousand feet just on the other side, on the outside of the islands. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's like this big, like just like bat- like a yeah, like a bathtub though for these humpbacks. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, interesting. But like, why did they choose here? Uh,
1: History, man. I think culture plays a big part in migration, and no scientist is willing to say it. I think it's like this is the agreed meeting spot that we always come to, and it was more necessary in the past, but we still do it because this is where everybody's gonna be. Like this is the place.
2: Yeah, I think they, I think they definitely do too. I think like the whole mom thing too. You know, we, we, we a lot of us think that the whales are learning exact migration routes and feeding grounds from from mom and stuff like that. So that's why there's some areas that have been monitored better or seeing, what, four generations of animals show up?
1: Yeah, like Jeffrey's exact location. And stuff and stuff in Stellwagen Bank. Yeah.
2: Yeah, four generations, which has does beat because here in Monterey, we only got, like, what, maybe two at the best, like Fran, for example, her mom, Big Finn. Yeah. Seen out here. But, yeah, there's some places that can, can show you a uh, family lineage of uh, four generations. So, how old are those
0: whales?
1: Like on Stellwagen, like salt has been documented really well since the early '70s. Oh wow! So, at least, so she's forty. Forty
2: to she, fifty.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and she has great grandchildren that come back to the same area. So in Stellwagen.
3: Yeah.
0: So it's funny because we have like we estimate right that humpbacks are like seventy-five to eighty. They live like seventy-five wow. to eighty years, right? something like that. But the thing is, is we still haven't even, like, now that we're documenting, we're finally going to, like, see how long a humpback lives.
1: Mm -hmm. Well, I'm interested to see if anyone at Barcelona comes up with a good talk or presentation about um, getting better genetic testing because they're, like, looking at, like, telomere degradation and, like, some other things in their DNA to try and age them. And at the last marine mammal conference, I think it was, in Halifax – they were using the North Atlantic whales because they're so well photo ID'd to like ground truth the method. And they still were like the, the margin of error was like 10 plus years off. Mm. But I think they've been working on it ever since. So hopefully two years later, they've got some better data. Because you might be able to biopsy them and age them.
0: I got us something. Oh, yeah. never mind. That's dumb. I was going <laughs> to say, I was going to say, what they take an earwax from a fresh one? And then they you take can't one...
1: take earwax off <laughs>
0: You don't know that.
1: Oil. Although the earwax, like I guess it can be an inaccurate. But one of those funnels,
0: and you light it. It
1: can be an inaccurate <laughs> uh, measure. Like it can be missing some years of record. Especially, the the, yeah, especially if the extraction's not so done. So now they're well. going,
0: they're going away hmm. from the earwax stuff. Yeah,
1: I think. I mean, it's still a tool, but it still like has its own high level of error. So.
2: Yeah, there's a number of ways. Some only. There was one with what the female reproductive system on certain whales that they, there's uh, some type of scarring or something occurs in one of the organs that they can actually get a gets of age too, And obviously that means you can only age females.
0: Forgot yeah. exactly what what it was showing up on the organs, but I wonder if the females live longer than the 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 females live longer than the males? In the male whales usually, yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. am yeah.
1: also, uh, also Okay. Baleen
2: too. Baleen too itself can actually be used to age these whales too, supposedly.
1: Yeah, but it bra- it like it grows pretty quick, so it's not their full lifespan. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm curious to know in the future what the postmenopausal baleen whale situation is. Like with Od- odonates, it's like grandma, even though she's not reproductively viable anymore, like still leads the pod because she's mm-hmm. like the the cultural like uh guide of the family mm-hmm. but like with baleen whales once they are no longer able to reproduce do they just die or like do they still like hang out and do stuff and like keep living like is their life after- like, well,
2: well at least you probably know better isn't it like what supposedly with like gray whales supposedly the females are not hitting menopause like they just can as long as food's there right. and they're healthy they can keep on producing
1: yeah, I don't know. That's I, I'm not sure about it.
0: Yeah, really? okay, think about Scarback.
1: I mean, yeah. But oh, wait, she's, she's
0: only 80s. Never mind. She's yeah. Not, yeah, never mind. She's not that old.
1: She's, I mean, she's I don't know old, why I thought she but she's was... not that old. She's. I mean, she's probably as old as Salt, and Salt showed up with a calf not that long ago, like last year or the year before.
0: Well, there's killer whales that are 50 years old.
1: Yeah, but killer whales definitely have been documented, like, after they are no longer able to reproduce, they still live for a long time. So they, I don't know about Bailey and Will.
0: What is it? Like, Granny, they think is, like, between 80 and, like, 100 and, like, 20, like 109 10.
1: 109 or something. Yeah, 100, like yeah,
0: something funny like that. They don't yeah. know. Because they don't, they, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the
2: num- numbers for her are outrageous. What's What's official now with age with uh, SRKWs? It, it, it's, there's one that's older than Ocean Sun, I want to say, isn't it?
0: I, I don't th- know. I don't know the oldest one, but I bet I could find out. Call Sarah. <laughs> well, phone a yeah. can i phone a friend Ooh, we should do a whale um what's that how to become be, um, be a, a, a not a millionaire
1: <laughs> oh <laughs> no, then follow then whales like around. a trivia game and then you can like phone a friend or use a lifeline yeah like...
0: <laughs> like how to be a millionaire would be how to be like a whaley in there
3: <laughs> the ultimate <laughs> nerd challenge so when can odontys not have kids anymore uh like... I think it depends on the species,
1: but like killer whales reproduce into what into their late forties at least, if not a little bit longer. But then they could live like fish eaters could live another like thirty years. So,
0: they only might live another thirty years. No, I think I think there's so the la- I, I don't know if I talked about it, but the, the last number they come up with, I think it's two thousand fifty.
1: Oh, for extinction. Which, for extinction for, for the population. southern residents.
0: Yeah. But it's funny because I feel, it's not funny, but I feel like there's a lot of things that are supposed to, like, die off in 2050 for some reason.
1: That's a turning point for this planet. Yeah. We got to figure it out now before we get there. For sure.
0: Like, I didn't even know we had to worry about these deep corals. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh,
1: the girl <laughs> that gave the presentation, Nissa, um, She had a good analogy. So, like, bottom dragging is, like, the equivalent of, like, logging an old-growth forest, but at the bottom of the ocean. Because, like, when you bottom trawl, your your bycatch is, like, all these hundreds and hundreds of years old corals, Mm -hmm. if not thousands of years old corals. And, like, they're just gone. Like, you just freaking plowed the whole seafloor right there, and they already are widely dispersed because that's just the nature of the deep sea. And then they took hundreds if not over a thousand years to grow and you just ripped them up and threw them in the trash
0: do you think like they, they don't
1: do anything with them some of them they make jewelry out of but like they don't really do anything with them
0: do you think that exactly. they grow really slow because of the pressure
1: i think also because of food availability mm-hmm. whoa
0: did i uh <laughs> I thought i just Both. came up with something <laughs> I thought i had something it's there. a hostile
1: <laughs> environment and food is scarce so they grow slow. Exactly. Yeah, it's very cold. cold. Yeah,
0: what is it, negative four Celsius?
1: No, four Celsius. Four Celsius. Yeah.
0: That's a big difference. <laughs>
1: yeah. <Okay. laughs> negative 4 Celsius, it'd be frozen. It'd be a nice cube down there.
0: Hey, it could happen. <laughs> I'm surprised it's not warm down there. What? You don't know.
1: There's no sunlight.
0: Yeah, but by those vents... Can be, well, yeah, by
1: yeah. the
3: vents, it's warm, but it's not like that's a whole ocean. Hey, I'm
0: just but saying it's... it's the so it's,
3: strong down there, too, and it's sinking from cold, like, Arctic areas. Yeah.
0: Or it's really close to the center of the Earth, and it's getting warmer.
3: No, dude, the crust
1: is way too thick.
0: Dude, I've been to Iceland.
1: The crust on your sandwich <laughs> is too thick.
0: And they thick. have some of the hottest water rolling through the middle of it, okay? <laughs> they're on the ridge. <laughs> no, they're between the tectonic plates. Yes,
1: where the plate is split open. <laughs>
0: The waters. That, I supposedly that's like one of the clearest waters in the world. That's pretty in nice. Iceland. I mean, yeah, between the tectonic plates, it's like super warm. May, I I got in and I I seriously was gonna throw up. I had to get out.
1: It was too warm.
0: Yeah, Margot <laughs> was swimming like a boss, and and the, the the Icelandic girl and the Icelandic girl and I both like were like no, and the dad was just like doing breaststrokes. like he was chilling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Alright, well we just whale nerded it up. Yeah, man. Yes we did.
2: I just happened to get my a whole bunch of emails and I looked at them. It's actually MarMam emails. A lot of uh oh, I'm sure about the
1: conference. job post
2: job posting and opportunities, so if you oh. guys especially for our younger listeners, yeah, there's wow. Actually these might be more advanced jobs. I guess Soundwatch is looking for a program coordinator.
1: Send that to me.
2: That's in uh
0: <laughs> that's in San Juan Island.
2: Yeah, and then also Virginia Aquarium needs people for their sea turtle and marine mammal uh, stranding team for fellowships and internships. So that might be good for some What's of our younger a fellowship? people.
1: fellowship? Uh, just
2: their
0: friend?
1: It's usually a paid isn't fellowship usually paid?
0: I believe so, yeah.
1: Yeah. It's kind of like a, it's like an experiential job. It's meant to be a temporary stepping stone into your next like big move in your career, but it is usually a paid opportunity.
0: The word internship scares me.
3: <laughs> Why?
0: Because, like, how do you live when you go somewhere? You know it what I mean? It's rough. Like, you're it's, like, yeah, Yo, I'm going to take an internship. And you're I like, moved
1: to Monterey, and, like, basically, my bank account almost went to zero, and then I started getting paid. <laughs> I was like, oh, good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but, like, internships, like... How many times do you hear people, they're like, oh, I started with internship, and then they're like bosses now, you know what I mean? So, like, you really got to do that.
1: If you yeah. can make it work, you should, you know, it's a good opportunity.
0: Like, especially if it's in your area, right, and then you can live at home with your parents and then do that if, yeah. you, if you're, you know, just in college and stuff.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially with marine bio, marine science in this field, it's so competitive, you know, it's 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 pretty much mandatory that you volunteer or intern somewhere just to get your foot in the door, get your name Out there.
0: We all did it, I think. Right? Yeah.
1: Not later. (laughs) I cheated.
0: Um, so it was Amber's first time on our podcast. We're definitely gonna have to have her come back on the podcast before the end of the Maui season.
1: Yeah, we'll have to do like here's your pre season podcast. Yeah. (laughs) She's she's
0: basically seen like ten whales so far here and a couple fish. So and and some (laughs) turtles. So so we'll have to see what her side. I mean.
1: Oh wait! Before we go, we saw Nane. <laughs> oh, the Nene.
0: It's not a whale, or a dolphin. Okay,
1: but it's but an it's endemic Hawaiian species that Amber saw. I think I
0: was hit I, almost one cried.
1: Today.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <You> <laughs> I swear, there was one on the road today. Yeah. Yes, there was, was one on the road.
3: They're not that stupid. Uh, okay stop it, stop stop <laughs> someone
0: literally said that no it's a sign it says watch out there's a sign or something yeah
3: yeah i know they are pretty dumb actually they will just walk into the middle of
0: they're the not house. pelicans <laughs>
3: um
0: so anyways it'll be cool to hear um from amber because it's her first season working on the water yep. um so it'll be cool to hear all the things she sees and i think like you you never know false killer whales do come through here it's just really rare. Yeah. They do see them, so you never know. Throughout your season, you could see some pretty cool yeah. stuff. Um, yeah, I hope you guys frogs. see it.
3: I see a whale
0: shark. Yeah, yeah
3: a whale shark That's awesome.
0: You saw the manta rays as well?
3: No, I didn't. Oh,
0: dang, Caitlin's seen a bunch here. She is.
3: Where the heck it you been? The monk seals,
2: the mantas. Oh, Caitlin, have you seen the letterback
1: sea turtle yet? Shut up.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I, I did... saw a manta
1: ray in the harbor, I, so take that.
0: I literally hit her with that last night. <laughs> I said, do leatherbacks come here ever? And she's like, sometimes. And I was like, but I said, have you seen one yet? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, Caitlin's still out there searching for leatherbacks. And then Amber's looking for whales now.
1: (laughs) All right. Well, thank you so much for um, listening to our podcast, as per usual. Um, We always appreciate it.
0: Adam got mad at me yesterday on the phone. He's like, dude, so where's the podcast been? Like we was like, I'm we're trying, I'm sorry.
1: We're trying. Thank you for sticking with us. And um, we're still working out the Patreon posting. You can't upload a direct file, so now we got to make you a private YouTube. Yeah. But it's coming. It's coming. Um, so if you want to hop on and support us on Patreon, you'll be able to see our Skype episodes and the funny faces we make at each other. <laughs> um, if not, just follow us on Instagram.
0: <laughs> Eric <laughs> like read, reads books and stuff during the podcast. <laughs>
2: or, oh, yeah. Or, or holds up things to make you guys laugh.
0: Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you guys so much. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at the whale nerds. And thanks for being on our podcast. At whale nerds. At whale nerds. Yeah. Oh. (laughs) The at the whale nerds. (laughs) (laughs) At whale nerds. And thank you, Amber, for joining us.
3: Yes, thank you. Thank you for having me. I'll see you guys back mid season.
0: Yeah. I hope you have a great season. Bye, guys.
3: Bye.
1: (laughs) Bye,
2: Eric. Bye.